Thanks for tuning in to Good Friends, Better Rivals on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we debate and discuss the NFL, the NHL, English Premier League, Pro Tennis Tours, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Boom. What is good? What's happening, everybody? It's your boy, Ferris Madonna, and welcome to a live edition of Good Friends, Better Rivals. We are at a special Monday night because we could back not... Back on Monday. Back on Monday. But it's a, it's a, it's a one-time only thing because of schedules. Um, So I want everyone to enjoy it because we have a special mock draft Monday. Today, me and Caleb will be putting on our GM hats we will become Joe Shane. He'll become Jerry Jones. I don't have a draft. I only have these hats. You know what I mean. I'm a fan hat. I don't have a GM hat. Oh my God. You gotta be you always gotta be so specific, don't you? you gotta be very specific. I just don't, don't want you? to talk about GM hat. Like do do GMs wear a hat? In the metaphorical sense, dummy. Okay. Okay. All right, but before we get we get into that, we're gonna we're gonna talk, like we always do, guys, on this show. We're gonna talk about the other football leagues. Uh, unfortunately, it was Ram, um, uh, the Eid this week, so I could not watch the football. But I got my main man Caleb, who has watched some XFL, has watched some USFL. So Caleb, break it down. What did you see in this week's XFL USFL that kind of caught your eye? Well, there's a lot of football to watch. Couldn't keep an eye on every single thing. I had multiple screens going on. Uh, trying to keep my on at least some of what was going on. Um, I'm just I'll, just I'll just wrap up on what happened in the XFLs. Um, obviously, their season uh, came to an end. Uh, ten, we got through ten weeks of some XFL football. Uh, that's lasted longer, you know, than the previous iteration lasted. Um, so we got through uh, a whole regular season there, um, and we got we got we got. Um, the wrap of the divisions, we got the Roughnecks and Arlington Renegades, uh, both in the playoffs. And then um, who came out in the North Division was the BC Defenders and the Seattle Sea Dragons. Now, I think the Battle Hawks should have been in the playoffs, but in the way they do the divisions, um, they had a 7-3 and three record, same record as the, the, the Sea Dragons, but they didn't get in um, just because that division was tough. That was a, a better division in the mm-hmm. XFL, and they were left out hanging. Um, they came down to the fourth tiebreaker um, that they had to come down. It came down to uh, between the, the the Sea Dragons and the Battle Hawks. Um, obviously, the uh, and then Ren- the Renegades get in there with the losing record. Um, they they only go four and six, and they, somehow they're in the playoffs. But that's just the way it, everything kind of sh- uh, you know shut down. But um, you know. Uh, but th- those are the matchups. Um, you know, 
the final week we had, you know, it wasn't uh, too exciting of a week um, because uh, mostly they, it was like, you know, good team versus bad team and a lot of the matchups. So we got a lot of blowouts. We had three blowouts and one close one. Um, obviously DC didn't have any to play for at the time they were playing San Antonio. So it made the game a little more uh, very close. Um, and you know, I just wrap up. With my team, um, Vegas Vipers finishing two and eight, not good. Uh, I think we were a better team than the record showed. I think we were in a ton of games, very competitive, but we just done diffs. Uh, we were just undisciplined, had too many mistakes. We always had like a quarter uh, that they just completely messed up on and just gave the game away. And that was pretty much uh, the season for us. Um, and how every game went. And for your Houston Roughnecks, um, you know, they had a strong start, bad middle, mm -hmm. and then finished off strong. Mm -hmm. um, but throughout, I think what the most consistent thing was their defense. Um, they, I think they had a really good defense throughout the season. Um, Wade Phillips, baby. And, um, yeah. yeah. So I think that, of course, Wade Phillips um, uh, doing his thing out there. I think he um, really made their defense shine. And that's what time for the Roughnecks. Um, as far as individual players, Danucci and McCarron were the two top two two top QBs of the league. You know, Danucci um, had the most yards, and I think he had the most big plays. Um, he had the most highlights type of plays that you saw um, throughout the season. And then McCarron, um, most touchdowns, best completion uh, percentage. He was clutch. He was clutch in a lot of games throughout the season. Coming down in the fourth quarter, um, when the games you really needed to play from McCarron, McCarron came through and and won those games for the Battle Hawks. Um, and then a late surprise, um, two late surprises: Quentin Dormady coming out of nowhere. Uh, he had a little bit of a scandal that turned out not to be a yes, scandal. He did. But he played. Yes, he did. He, he played well uh, when he got in there for the Guardians, and um, he won the top QBs when he came down to it in the end. Um, you know, didn't show up in the record but i thought he played really well when he when he got his chances um and then a, another late spread with jordan tamu did not have good start um that they're, they're uh, i mean obviously the defenders were led by the run game but tamu got better and better um throughout the season and um i think he's uh, going to the playoffs i think he's uh, he's really hot right now um and going to their dc's uh, run game abram smith i thought he was the mvp of the league I thought he led the defenders. The reason why they were um, they only had one loss. Um, I think he was the main reason why. I mean, he just ran all over every single team. Um, had had uh, 791 yards, seven touchdowns. Um, he, yeah, he was the deep sea defenders um, to me. Um, and so, yeah, I, th I thought he was the MVP to me. Um, we'll see what, what happens. Who actually could becomes the MVP? But that would be my pick. And then uh, uh, as far as receiving, Jaquar Pearson was a huge target for uh, Danucci. It was Danucci's main target, um, 60 receptions, 670 yards, and the four Nooch. touchdowns. Uh, and then Hakeem Butler, big, tall receiver. This guy's got to get a, a job in the NFL because this dude is just a huge guy. He got eight touchdowns. I mean, he's just a red zone threat. Like, I mean, just sign him up and just put well. him in, in the red zone. Well, Caleb, he actually did have an NFL job. He was drafted yeah. by the NFL. Then he was drafted by Arizona, and it just didn't mm -hmm. pan out. It just didn't pan out in Arizona, and then he just kind of, like, disappeared. 
Yeah, well, I think he can get back. Like I mean, like I said, just put him in the red zone, and then he, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna catch a touchdown for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's he's proven that um, in his time in the NFL. First defense, obviously, Roughnecks had uh, top two top five tacklers. Uh, they had the top sacker in the league, Trent Harris. Um, so yeah, so it's it's, it's all Roughnecks when it comes down to defense. Um, all the other players. Uh, we're we're uh, shown out um, big time um, throughout the season, but that that's the XFL. Um, two two good matchups going, and um, one better than the other. The defenders in Seattle is going to be a great game. Um, uh, Roughnecks, Arlington's third time they're going to play. Um, we'll see how it comes. I think Roughnecks have been on the better end of the, those games. Uh, I think in the end it'll be Roughnecks and the defenders in the in the in the in the championship, and and we've seen the defenders ha- um, um, have beaten the Roughnecks, so I like the defenders to win it all. Obviously, that's the easy pick since they only one loss, but I mean sometimes the easy pick is the right pick. All right, Caleb. Um, now uh, are we USFL. done with the are we done with the XFL? Uh, are we moving on to the USFL? Yeah. All right, hit me with the USFL because I know the Houston Gamblers are 0-2. Yeah, not, we're not, not looking good. Not looking uh, good. Not looking it's, the same, good. It's the same. We looked the exact same from last season. We haven't changed at all. Um, we were, we're competitive, but we, we can't seem to uh, learn how to win a game. I um, mean, last mm-hmm. game came down to a, it was a seven-point game, and we couldn't do it. We couldn't, we couldn't manage to win that. Uh, we, we had a bunch of chances um, to, win, uh, to, to close it out. We couldn't do it. And we end up losing, um, and that that was a story all, all last season too, and it's just the same story this season. Um, another same story, Birmingham. Um, they look awesome. I mean, they're killing it. They're smashing everybody. They're t- two monster wins. Uh, had a huge huge blowout uh, uh, this past week. It was like forty-two to two or something like that. Um, uh, yeah, they look exactly like they did last year, and they're definitely. The favorites to win it all. Um, Memphis, a new team, um, still trying to f- uh, figure out, you know, find its way in the league. Starting over two, um, not good. Michigan, uh, they look like they look they look strong. They have strong defense, two strong performances. They shut down Case Cookus last uh, this past weekend, um, going against Philly. Um, uh, so yeah, they they look pretty 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 good. Uh, New Jersey has a clear uh, problem um, with with offense. Um, they're definitely missing Kevontae Turpin because uh, they just don't have a playmaker um, on their on their offense. Um, and then they've been struggling to score points um, in their in the first two games. Um, Pittsburgh continues to be the bottom uh, dweller of the league. They're they're garbage. They were garbage last year, and they're garbage this year. They. They can't. They've been switching quarterbacks just in the first two games already, and um, they haven't. They can't seem to figure out um, the quarterback position. That's what um, failing them right now. Um, and then the Breakers. Um, they 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 look really good. Um, this is the other the other great team in the league. Um, led, led by Bethel Thompson. Two great performances by Bethel Thompson. Um, and you know they have a strong running game as well. They look great in offense. Um, it's going to be really, really uh, interesting to see 
uh, between the Stallions and the Breakers, who comes out ahead. Um, but those, those are two um, lead dogs um, going forward the USFL. All right. Perfect, Caleb. Perfect. All right, guys, we're about to do our mock draft. But before that, we actually did get some news on the Giants side. We Giants signed today Ashawn Robinson to a one-year deal, $8 million max. Ashawn Robinson, another D-tackle that's a run-stuffer, massive man who's going to eat up space. It, like it, I said it, up. Is that that say something to 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 um Dexter Lawrence saying like okay, don't show no, up then? No, doesn't because they wanted him b- before the contract talk, because Joe Shane, you know Joe Shane when he tells us stuff he t- he blatantly tells us what he wants. Sometimes he said, "I'm gonna improve our interior defensive line depth," because he saw what happened against the Eagles, Caleb. When Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams were in the game, the Eagles didn't run it up the gap. They didn't really they, – they, they, they wanted to run outside. They wanted to run outside. But Dexter Lawrence gets pulled out the game. They put Justin Ellis in the game. Caleb, what happened, Caleb? Eagles ran a gap three straight times. Depth, interior defensive line depth. He wants it. He, he yearns for it. He needs it. I think if a good receiver – or a good defense, a cornerback is not at number 25, Caleb. We're going defensive line. And I'll, I'll show you in the mock draft in a minute. So Ashawn Robinson is signing with the uh with the Giants as depth. They like his thing, man. It's this is really more of kind of a uh, Leonard Williams thing, if we're thinking about it, but they want to keep Leonard Williams too. They just want depth, they want Leonard Williams, they want Dexter Lawrence, they want Ashawn Robinson, they want they want Nacho, they want those four men. So just plug up, just plug up the middle. You do, will not run against us in 2023. That's what Joe Shane wants, and he, he and he made sure to get his man. Uh, license plate. Uh, shout out to license plate guy. He said it was a, uh, the deal was kind of done back then, because the deal was already said. But then Ashawn Robinson was probably shopping around a little, but then he came back to the Giants and accepted their deal because he wants to be a Giant. So there's that. So shout out to Ashawn Robinson. The new New York Giant, uh, former Alabama standout, Ashawn Robinson. But now, Caleb, we're getting right into this, man. We're going to do our mock draft, first time ever. Good friends, better rivals mock draft. So, guys, we are going to do to rounds four. I wanted to do seven, but, you know, well, we realize our depth of knowledge of prospects. Well, you could do seven. Does not, uh, we, we, uh, we, we either – four it is. We're going to go four. We're going to do four. So there's that. Uh, now let me set it up. Uh, I'm trying to. Sorry about that. All right. Let me let me share my screen. All right. Can y'all see this, Caleb? Can you see this? Barely. What do you mean barely? What do you mean barely? Okay. Now I can see it. I can see it. All right. Okay. Perfect. So GBF mock draft rounds four. I'm not playing with friends because it's technically me. It's gonna be. Uh, let's go fast. Let's go fast. Manual. Um, automatic. What if I want to trade? Okay. Fine. We'll go normal. All right. Well, let's do this. Ready? All right. The oh, teams so are the. What? What? What to find out, Caleb? Cowboys, Giants. <laughs> 
I just, uh, it's still loading. Boom. All right. Well, we'll just, we'll forget about it. All right. So we're going to start the draft off right now. Draft has been started. Oh, all right. Boom. It's, oh, it's going, it's going fast and furious. It's going fast. Oh, we're on seven already. Boom, 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 boom. I think this hasn't been updated because Aaron Rodgers was traded today, so yeah. we don't know if if the if the uh, if the Cowboy um the oh, Packers. This sucks. Oh, I hate this already. Boom. I hate this I, already. You know what? It. We're I'm I'm drafting them, baby. Oh yeah, it really Jason. All right, Caleb. Where are we going? Where where are we going with with the Cowboys? Where are we going? Oh well, you just took my guy. Of course I did. Where are we going, okay, Caleb? Yes, you are. What position? What are we? What are we doing? What's left at D line? Go go D line. All right, let's do D line. Trying to find by positions though. Trying... Oh here, D line edge, edge or interior no, D line. Which one? Interior. 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 All right. We have Maisie. Wait, Maisie. Yeah. I don't like the that. I don't like what I'm saying. Yeah, you're not like what I'm saying. No corner. Uh, What's that corner? Corner. We're going to corner. We're going. To, going to corner. Jules uh, Bench. I don't like what I'm seeing there either. Haley Ringo. Caleb, man, we're coming down to a minute. What do we got? Go. Go receiver. Going to receiver. Jordan Addison. Zay Flowers. What are we doing, Caleb? What are we okay, doing? Okay, go tight end. Tight end. Hold on, go tight end. Need to see tight end. Dar Darnell Washington, Luke Luke Musgraves, Caleb. We're down to we're down to forty five. Let's go, Washington. Darnell. Yeah. Boom! Drafting Darnell Washington. Oh snap! You drafted Darnell Washington. That is, that's that's some wild stuff, brother. Uh, so we're coming down to our last. Uh, a, lo a lot of the picks in the draft, uh, us and you are going to be together, because we had we're, we're kind of like we weren't like we yeah. weren't like we bounced on the similar similar rounds. So fifty eight and fifty nine, we're still going to be there. If this, I think this is playing. Oh, they took my center. They took my center. They took him. So I guess I'll go. I already. I don't need a receiver. I don't need a. I don't need a running back. I'm going to go with Deontay Banks, cornerback, because I really wanted John Michael Schmitz, but I guess I can't get him. But now we're at the Cowboys. We'll what do Zay the Cowboys Flowers. want? We're going to go with Zay Flowers, receiver. All right. So now we're in round number three. Let me see how many picks in round number three do I have got and how many picks in round number three do you got? We're gonna be we're gonna be sort of in the same area like we always said, you know, because we we got bounced in the in the uh, in the divisional rounds. So pick ninety and pick ninety one. Boom, that's perfect. Uh, mm, oh, actually, oh, now I'm a mm, okay, okay, all right. I'm going to go, ooh, this is actually a tough one because I really love Sidney Brown. I think Sidney Brown 
fits our defense. And I also love um, Daylon De- Hen- Henley. Uh, he also fits as well as DeMar- DeMarvin Overshone as a linebacker trio. But, you know, I'm going to go with Sidney Brown because I know he would be a perfect player for. Okay, explain uh, afterwards. Okay. Let's go, let's go Sydney Brown. Let's go Sydney Brown. Now, we'll now Caleb. Overshone. Overshone it is. Texas boy. Makes sense. Perfect sense. So now we're getting down to round number four. It's kind of uh, gotten the slim pickings, basically. Not slim pickings, but kind of a. Uh, uh, who is who, who of it? We've seen some quarterbacks. You know, something like that. We got some we got some safeties. We got some cornerbacks. We got some quarterbacks. Now it's 129. 129. I personally think we, we're, we're going to go Elias Ricks from out of Alabama. Another cornerback to show up that back end. Caleb, where are we going with your pick? Bigsby. Tank Bigsby it is going running back. And that is the end of our first ever GFB. Let's go. Let's save this mock draft. Let's save it. All right. Now let me stop sharing. Let it stop sharing. It's, it's saving. What we take, right? Now we're gonna sh- I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna show us what we picked, uh, but I'm just waiting for it to save and then we'll talk about it. Uh, but Caleb, how did you how did you like our first time ever doing this mock draft? It was there. I've never done this. I've never done, kinda, never, never done the mock drafts. Um, never really. Um, so you know, it was um, cool to see. Uh, to see how um, my play out. I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily think it's going to play out that well. exactly. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's not going to play it that way, but that was fun. You know? It kind of went fast. We kind of knew what we wanted yeah, right it was away. Faster than I thought it was going to go. Yeah. Um, let's go to. All right. So yeah, now it, didn't, it didn't really give us a, a chance to you know make a trade. See what, what yeah, this guy was doing. Yeah, it kind of went very fast. Yeah. Uh so now Caleb, let's break down the, the your picks, your selections. You you actually, you know, in the first round, you went and grabbed the tight end that's ranked number 39 in the in the draft network board. Uh Darnell Washington. Why do you like Darnell Washington? Uh I like I said, I, I thought talked about a lot of when we were going over the combine. I mean, he just he really showed up uh during that time. I, I liked all his measurables. I like Obviously, measurables are incredible, um, and what he did there really, really uh, proved to me that this is a guy to really shine, uh, and proved to me that this guy, especially with the need of tight end, considering we got rid of Dalton Schultz, um, there is a spot there for him, and then you can come out, come uh, uh, right in, make an impact for our offense, um, and you know, Dak likes to throw the tight end. I mean, he has shown that with Jason Wynn. He showed that with. Even a guy, just a random guy like um, Blake Jarwin or, you know, and then into Dalton Schultz, you know, he likes to throw to his tight end. So I think getting a big, uh, a, a big time tight end like that 
is crucial for this team because um as that 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 that's Dak's security blanket um in any offense he's gonna run. Um whether it's you know um the old Jason Garrett offense or you know going into um what's his name? Um Callum Moore's offense and now into to um uh, what Mike McCarthy is going to be calling. Um, I think the tight end is crucial, and that's why I felt into take a tight end. As, but my first go, uh, like I said, I was uh, obviously I was going to the position, not position, because it's just I just didn't like what I saw there. If those other guys were there at receiver, but you know, if a receiver falls, if B. John Robinson fell, if you know, any of those t- top kind of guys fell uh, to the Cowboy or deep sun line. I'm one of those deep uh, top deep some linemen uh, fall to us. Uh, I would definitely would take those guys over uh, the tight end position. All right, then you followed it up in the second round by wide receiver Zay Flowers. Is it just because you need a, yeah. a secondary wide receiver because the other guys aren't really showing up, like Michael Gallup and you know Jalen Tolbin and and what's their faces? Kind of like having a CD Lamb compliment. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I think it's more of a a plan for the a draft pick for the future, um, showing that Jalen Tolbert did nothing um, for us last season. Um, we can't count on him that he's going to turn out to be anything. Um, so we need a young guy that we can develop um, going forward for the future because Brandon Cooks, you know, gets traded after one year out of all his teams. So we can't say, oh, he's going to be here next year. There's no guarantee of that. Um, so there's no guarantee we're going to have a second receiver. So if Zay Flowers can turn into that or any guy that we draft that receiver in, you know, maybe a top one, two, you know, round one, round two, round three pick um, that can turn into a number two receiver, um, that that's going to be great for us. Like I'm, I'm just drafting because we saw that Dak had a problem with interceptions. I'm trying to get them weapons. You know, that's why my first two picks were tight end receiver. I'm trying to make sure that don't happen again this year. Don't want that to happen. Want guys to be open um, like they weren't last year. I want uh, him to have plenty of weapons, no excuses, everything he needs. Mm-hmm. Um, so he ain't, that interception problem ain't going to be a problem no more. And he's in, we're going to go forward. We're going to have a great offense and we're going to get back to the way that back knows how to play. All right, then in the third round, instead of offense, you went defense. You saw DeMarvin Overshone there. You picked him up. Why? Are you thin at linebacker? Do you want yeah. more youth um, at linebacker? What's going on with DeMarvin? We we lost Anthony Barr. Um, we didn't chose not to resign him. That's a big spot uh, that we're missing there. We don't really have a lot of depth there. Uh, Jabril Cox has really not um, turned into what, what he thought he might uh, turn into. Um you know, he didn't really he like fell off a big time in the second half of the year. So we need another guy there. We need another guy behind Van Der Esch or or next to Van Der Esch. It doesn't matter which position you want to put him in. Um, so I think he he, he played great, um, filling that depth um, that we are severely lacking in the linebacker position. We got Damone Clark, we got Lane Van Der Esch, but we don't have much else after that. All right, and then the final pick in the fourth round, you went – Tanks Bigsby. Is it just because you got rid of Zeke and you need another power back that runs in between Absolutely. tackles? That, that's exactly what I think Bigsby. I loved. I loved the way he saw it. Like I, like I said, he was a guy that I uh, was watching the combine. Said he looked really good to me. Um, uh, and that that's the guy I was like, I, I, I would like to see that guy on, my, on the Cowboys. 
Uh, like I said, yeah, like I said, power back. I think, I think he's a great replacement for Zeke. I think he's a perfect uh, replacement. Him, Roshan, uh, those two, or and Bijan, you know, those guys uh, know how to, uh, you know, take some hits um, and deliver hits. Um, even at the running backs position, that's what Zeke used to do. Um, so I think they're, they're those those guys. I'm really looking towards uh, filling that position. And when I saw him in the fourth round, I was like, yeah, just take him. All right, and so you know, you know, someone's gonna love that pick, Justin, big Auburn fan. Shout out to War Eagle. So he really yeah. appreciates you taking Tanks Big to be there. But now let's transition over to the other team in blue, the New York Giants. I think the, the New York Giants, man, this kind of fell fell this way together because you know at you know Jackson Smith and Jigba falls to 25 he's right there you you snatch him you snatch him right away you snatch you I don't yeah. care what I mean, that's all I wanted yeah I wanted you get him, JSN you just took him right when before me exactly so you get you get JSN uh like what can I say about Jason he's the best receiver in the draft um, uh, I've been watching this kid since he was uh, in at Ohio State. I just go back to what he did to Utah in that Rose Bowl, Caleb. Fifth, 15 catches, 350 yards, and two touchdowns. He is electrifying. Wide receivers from Ohio State nowadays, give it to me. I don't care what your name is, give them to me. There's a couple of wide receivers next year from Ohio State that are pretty good. Not just Marvin Harrison Jr., Caleb. There's a couple of others. There's a couple of others. Julian Fleming, uh, Emeka, um, Egbuka, Egbuka, Egbuka. Like there's three receivers next year that can also go in the first round. You know, then we had Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave. You know, they played with, they played with Jackson Smith and Jigba. So them three got drafted. Like it's 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 becoming a wide receiver factory because of Brian Hartline. And what can I say about JSN? I want to slander his name so he falls. I want to slander him so he falls. You know, just like what they're doing with CJ Stroud, they're slandering him so he falls. So that's what I want, you know. But it's not possible because GMs ain't that stupid. They're stupid, but not that stupid. And then in the second round, I really wanted to draft interior offensive lineman. John Michael Schmitz is what, what I really wanted, but he got picked before I could come up. So then I went to my secondary, which is corner, Deontay Banks out of Maryland. Phenomenal corner. Um, he's um, great press man, I believe. Uh, I don't know too much about him. I think he's about six foot two, I think. Let me double check. Let me double check him. Yeah, I believe he's about six foot two. He's a big corner, not slender. He plays with some aggression. That's what I've heard. Um, and it was a great pick. That's my secondary pick. Like I said, Caleb, in the if wide receiver is not there in the first round, you go cornerback. You go cornerback. Yeah, Joey Porter Jr., anybody that falls, you, you choose. And then we followed it up in the third round with a safety, Sidney Brown. Sidney Brown is a heat-seeking missile. He hits anything that walks. He's a part of that trio at L Illinois. Him, Devin Witherspoon, and Quan Martin. Phenomenal trio in the back end. He's a Swiss Army knife that can... I, I think Wink Martindale is going to bring him in the box to blitz, can let him bail out and play coverage. He's kind of Wink Martindale's Swiss Army knife that I gave Wink Martindale. And then lastly, uh, Elias Ricks, 
He was a top cornerback uh, in, in college coming out of high school, and he's still one of the top corners in this draft. The reason he falls is that he has a little red flag issues. Like, you know, I think he got arrested a couple – I think he got arrested at LSU, then he got arrested at Alabama, but he still played. And, again, bolstering the cornerback position, you know, bolstering it because – you got to play man-to-man in Dwink Martindale's system. You got to play man-to-man. There were moments where he had about – he had six corners, you know, you know, on the field playing various different positions and giving him another uh, coverage corner is the way is the way I went. That's that's the way I, I really wanted. So that's why it kind of broke my – kind of broke – the board kind of broke my way, and I quite enjoy it. I quite enjoy it, Caleb. So, Caleb, yeah. now, um, you know, we – what's up, Caleb? No, like you said, it broke your way. I didn't feel like it broke my way in the first round. Um, could have gone a different different ways. Like I said, I wanted to, uh, some other positions. Um, that just, I guess, I did just a. I think he was a big playmaker that fills a need for us. Um, but it's not exactly the direction I want to go. Could have gone uh, off the guard, you know, big need for us, um, or or off the tackle. Doesn't matter, off the lineman in general. Mm-hmm. So no, it's okay. The draft is this Thursday. Where do you, what do you think they target in that first round? What do you think? Because there's sometimes, man, y'all draft a center named Travis Frederick, and no one knows who the hell Travis Frederick yeah. is. Y'all may, and you know, As, like, like, what do you, what do you think? What do you, what's gleaming out yeah, of what's I mean, going on with the Cowboys? For, 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 yeah, I mean, obviously, um, you know, everybody would like say, you know, the Cowboys, but one thing you can't deny, we draft well. Like, you, you can hate us all you want. Uh, one thing you got to say, we, we draft really well. Um, you can go back all the way to to 2010. Uh, we have a pro bowler in the first round almost every single year except for one year. I mean that that I mean that just shows our, our record of of drafting with good players. These you guys, guys hit, are you guys hit in the first round. You guys, you guys have a, a phenomenal hit percentage in the first round. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I uh, we we draft really well. We get we get pro bowlers. We get I mean most of our offense it is. Um, Made up of guys we drafted, um, so yeah, we're, we're really good at drafting in the first round. We get guys, especially drafting offensive linemen. I mean, we're drafting Hall of Famers, we're drafting Tyron Smith and Zach Martin and Travis Bacon. Travis Bacon would have been on a, a Hall of Fame uh, run if he, you know, played longer. Mm-hmm. So um, if we go off the guard, even if it seems like a reach. Um, in the first round, I, I trust them. You know, um, I mean, there's no reason why I shouldn't trust them, even if they – because last year, last year is a perfect example of that. Um, everybody's questioning why we picked Tyler Smith. Oh, this guy could have gone later in the round. So, I mean, um, he, he's a guy that holds all the time. And he, you know, all this and that. And then the, all the draft experts gave us like a C or lower or whatever for that mm-hmm. for, for the first round pick. And guess what? He went, you know, started as guard, went to tackle when Tyron got hurt, and dude just, you know, played great. Like, um, you know, he didn't give up too many sacks. Um, you know, his hold, uh, holding, you know, problem kind of wasn't um, uh, as as um, uh, I don't know how to say it. Um, you know, show, showing as much as it wasn't showing up as much as it was in college wasn't really that much of a problem. Um, yeah, he did that, you know, a few penalties here, here and there, but nothing, um, that, um, that, um, uh, you know, Tyler Smith can catastrophic, catastrophic. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, uh, we look really, uh, we, we draft really good. So if we draft an office of some linemen, um, I think we're, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna be good there about who we take. Um, and yeah, we, uh, but also Jerry likes to take a big name guy. That's just who he is. He likes to take that receiver. He likes to take um, the big name, maybe a big name tight end, big name corner. Um, if a guy like there drops to us, or like if um, E. John Robinson drops to us, um, then uh, you know that uh, you know Jerry might get itchy. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, we're coming down to the last bit. I think we've kind of pretty much talked about all things kind of like this shows we based on the mock draft. Um, then we'll do a, a draft. We're going to, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll do a video Thursday night, um, you know, detailing, detailing our reactions to the draft uh, that night. Uh, but yeah, in the draft wide receiver corner, wide receiver corner, get an interior offensive lineman in the second round. Uh, that's what I want priority. Wide receiver, corner, interior offensive lineman. You know, that's what I want because we need that alpha dog wide receiver and we need that corner to because either you keep a Dory Jackson, you know, we had we had Fabian Monroe as a cornerback one at one moment. We need cornerbacks. It should be corner receiver, in my opinion. Corner wide receiver. We should go corner receiver as priority. So that's what I want Joe Shane to do. Go look at the corners who are there. If you don't like them, you go to the receivers who are there. If you like one of them, you you pick them, and then you you kind of f- filter through that. That's what I want. This is Joe Shane's second draft. His first draft was riddled with injuries. Marcus McCaithen tore his ACL. Uh, Josh Zudu kept getting hurt. Wondell Robinson tore his ACL. Darian Beavers tore his ACL. Micah McFadden played on occasion. Uh, Dane Belton broke his collarbone. Our rookies kept getting hurt, so let's let's let's, let's see if it, Joe Shane can um, draft a durable class that doesn't get hurt on crazy accidents and get hurt like breaking your collarbone. Health, I want health for these rookies who we draft. Health, so there's that. I right, killed. Any other thoughts on the mock draft, the draft this Thursday, and the Cowboys overall? Uh, no, I mean like. Like I said I trust the Cowboys. Um, Will McClay does a hell of a job, um, you know, scouting these guys. Uh, that all the faith in the world, then uh, McClay, uh, Will McClay is picking, um, and the Cowboys, uh, as an organization, uh, to, to make the right picks because that's what they don't that they can do. Um, we get you know, random, uh, you know, fourth round picks like uh, Tony Pollard and Dak Prescott. So even in the later rounds, we hit on on, on guys like that. So you know. I think the same same um nothing different from this going in this year. All right. I have nothing to say pretty much about the Giants because this is the second time Joe Shane's here. So I, I kind of have a and his rookies last year all got hurt. So I don't know if he picked the right players because he kept getting hurt. Uh but on that note, everyone, thank you guys for joining us. The special edition of Good Friends Better Rivals on this Monday night, our mock draft, our special mock draft episode. Uh, we like, you, you guys know what we like. We don't like going over an hour. We like to keep it at least an hour under, and we're at almost 40 minutes, and it's perfect for us. You guys can find me and Caleb here every Friday, 3 o'clock Pacific, recorded or pre-taped is when the show has moved, Um, as well as you can find 
just subscribe, man. Just subscribe to the channel. 95 subscribers. Let's get to 100. Uh, shout out to all our audio listeners. Shout out to Spotify, Google Podcast, um, Radio Republic. Go to our LinkedIn tree, Anchor, you name it. Type in Let's Get Ready Network, the highlights, and we will show up. You know, we got the hockey. We got the the, the football, the world football. We got all this. Betting the NFL is going to come back soon. Just everything. Our fantasy football show is coming back. So make sure to watch out for those. And on that note, everyone, thank you guys so much for joining us. Have a wonderful night, and we will see you n- this Friday, 3 o'clock. This Friday.